Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you've joined us on this 19th Sunday of Ordinary Time. You know, the poor nun from Chicago just wanted to walk. She had suffered from a myriad of illnesses in her few short years in the convent, but when she slipped on a wet floor and injured her back, the doctors predicted that she would never walk again. So she turned to the Lord and made a promise. If she could walk again, she would start a convent in the Deep South, which was lacking a Catholic presence. So miraculously, although the doctors predicted otherwise, she woke up one day completely cured. But the problem remained. She had no idea how to build a convent. So years passed as she began to get approval, and she and a few other nuns finally moved into Alabama, where only 2% of the population was Catholic, and there was a huge amount of anti-Catholic sentiment. In fact, one time the nuns were shot at by locals. On a regular basis, the convent was vandalized. But through prayer and love, the convent began to flourish. But then God called once more. The young nun happened to be visiting Chicago again when she stumbled upon a Baptist television station. And immediately, God put a burning desire on her heart to found a Catholic TV station. Now, the problem was, she only had $200 in her bank and uh, just a high school education. Yet, she knew that if this was God's will, nothing could stop it. And so, from the convent garage, they began recording Catholic TV programs. And in 1981, they went live with four hours of daily TV. And this is how Mother Angelica... Perhaps the most unlikely soul founded EWTN Catholic Media Network, which really is the largest Catholic media empire in the world. It's true that if God calls us to do something, he'll give us the graces to do it, no matter how difficult it may seem. If God invites you to walk on water, you do it, but only if you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. Peter was overwhelmed when he took his eyes off Christ because he was being asked to do something that's only possible with Christ. Today, I want to mention two things that God is definitely calling you to do, which are hugely overwhelming in themselves that we can't do on our own, that we need to keep our eyes fixed on Christ for. The first thing that God is calling you to do is to live out your own vocation. Whether it be marriage or the single life, whatever your vocation is, it's pretty huge when you think about it, right? Because if you're married, for example, that means you've got the duty to love this person sacrificially and faithfully till death do you part and to help get them to heaven. If you have kids, that means that you've got a duty to prepare their souls for eternity. If you live a single life in the world, it means that you must live a Christ-like life in the midst of a culture that doesn't support holiness. It means we've got to avoid temptation and grow in virtue. So living your Christian vocation authentically is really absolutely overwhelming and humanly impossible. I remember one time I celebrated a wedding where the bride had a panic attack during my homily. And she just recognized the huge commitment she was making. When I spoke with her husband a couple weeks later, he mentioned, yeah, you know, I had my own panic moment the morning after the wedding when I woke up and realized, what in the world did I do? And it can be overwhelming to be in a challenging marriage or to be raising teenagers or to have to deal with newfound grief when we become widowed or to make sure the single life is lived in a holy manner. And like Peter, we find that our vocations are way too much for our strength. But with our eyes fixed on Christ, he can empower us to do the impossible. You know, I know people who say, ah, oh, I could never have another kid, or, oh, I can't live with my spouse anymore, or, oh, I can never bring Christ to my workplace and invite my friends to church. But all of those are false. They're lies from the evil one. St. Paul says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, right? Peter couldn't walk on water either, but with the power of Christ, he did. 
Goodness, I can't change bread and wine into the body and blood of Jesus on my own, but with Christ's power in me, I can. So whatever vocation God has called you to, he will give you the grace to live it out with radical generosity and holiness. But in order to do that, we have to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. Now, what does that look like practically? Well, it's really not rocket science. We find him first and foremost in the sacraments. For example, if you need help in your marriage or in raising kids, ask Christ for the grace of the sacrament of matrimony to be activated in your life and in your soul. If you need help overcoming the temptations of the single life and using a single life wisely, ask Christ for the grace of confirmation to be reactivated. And of course, we can always come to the Eucharist and gain from him the strength to live our vocations well. But in addition to the sacraments, we keep our eyes fixed on Christ in our daily prayer life as well. Have you brought your marriage, your kids, your job, your loneliness, your struggles to Christ in prayer? Not just asking him to to bless these things, but truly surrendering them to him. Lord, take my marriage, take my kids, take my entire life. Your will be done. And then with our eyes fixed on Christ, these waves of living out our vocation doesn't really seem all that overwhelming. The other thing that I know that God is definitely calling you to is to overcome your sins and flaws and seek holiness. And I know that can sometimes seem overwhelming, right? Because we think, well, maybe we've been wrestling with our temper for years, or we've been struggling with lust, or grappling with an uncontrollable tongue, or maybe in the midst of an addiction to alcohol. And sometimes we think, oh, I'll never be able to master this. Again, this is a lie from the evil one. It is for freedom that Christ set us free, says St. Paul. And it's true, you may not be able to master it, but he can. Sometimes we think that all we just need to do is just try a little harder or have a different mindset. But no, we need Christ to do the work in us, right? Some of you may be familiar with the 12-step program like Alcoholics Anonymous. And what are the first two steps? First, admitting that we're powerless. And second, believing that only a higher power can heal us. And so keeping our eyes fixed on Christ, again, requires the sacraments. First, of confession, right? Regular confession is where we receive the forgiveness and strengthening. And then we go to the Eucharist. And making the Eucharist the center of our life gives us the motivation, the love that can help overcome our sin. You know, in even in our daily prayer, keeping Christ in our mind, in our heart, in our, in our daily daytimer is a way in which we are able to progress in holiness. You know, St. Augustine once wrote, There is no remedy so powerful against temptations as the remembrance of our Savior's passion. In all my difficulties, I've never found anything so efficacious as the wounds of Christ. In them I sleep secure. From them I derive new life. My friends, the truth is the Christian life, the holy life that Christ calls us to, is much like walking on water. Humanly, it is impossible, but it's still what Christ calls us to. And we can all become saints if we keep our eyes fixed on Christ who gives us the grace to do that which is humanly impossible.